Hello and welcome to episode number five of a Tisket Tasket podcast. I'm your host Gina and today we will be talking about Baba Black Sheep. To start off with, Baba Black Sheep has a Rowd Folk Song Index number of 4,439. And I'm really excited to talk about today's nursery rhyme. A couple of weeks ago I talked about London Bridges falling down and I commented that one of the very fascinating things about nursery rhymes is that it teaches children about history in a unique and interesting way. And I found through research that Baba Black Sheep is actually a very interesting nursery rhyme that teaches children a, a really good lesson about history. Let's get started today talking about Baba Black Sheep. To begin, Baba Black Sheep is probably the earliest English nursery rhyme that I have researched to date. Its earliest printed version of the song appeared in 1744 in Tommy Thumb's Pretty Songbook. It is set to the melody of Avudere Ja Maman by Mozart. Mozart composed this piece when he was only 25 years old in around 1781. You may also recognize this melody from a few other nursery rhymes, including the alphabet song in Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. And that begs the question, what makes this melody so popular, and especially for nursery rhymes? So the rhyming scheme is a single stanza in trochaic meter, which makes it easy for young children to repeat and learn it, which is probably why this melody is popular and probably why it's used so often. Trochaic meter flows easily from one line to another. Another example of the same meter is Shakespeare's introduction to the three witches in Macbeth in the quote, double, double, toil and trouble. Notice the emphasis on the first syllable in each word and how each word flows into the next, double, double, toil and trouble. Ba, ba, black sheep. And so it's that ease in saying it, which makes it easy to remember and easy to repeat. Now, now that you've had an ear for a trochaic meter, I'm going to play a few versions of Baba Black Sheep. So you can hear for yourself how easily this meter flows. And I'm really excited because I have three examples of Baba Black Sheep that I will play for you today. First, I will play the traditional English version from E. Lau and D. McMonan from around 1940. Then I will play a Spanish version called Este Barriquito Tiene Lana. Finally, I'll play the French nursery rhyme, A Vudere Ja Maman, which, by the way, translates to Oh, Shall I Tell You Mother? And if you haven't yet, I recommend checking out the English lyrics for this nursery rhyme because it's, it's pretty amusing. I got a kick out of it. Yes, sir, 
version's absolutely phenomenal. I should also note that the Spanish version roughly translates to the same in English. Little sheep, do you have any wool? If you'd like to listen to additional versions, I'm going to link a YouTube video on a blog called W.A. Mozart 12 Variations on the Theme Avouge, Avou Dire Ja Maman, KV265 Guitar, posted by Ganesh Del Vescovo. You should definitely take a listen to this if you're interested in learning more about the melody for this nursery rhyme, as it's an excellent rendition of the variations of Mozart's famous piece. Now, who do we have to thank for putting the words a Baba Black Sheep to its famous melody? Well, if you've listened to this podcast before, you probably won't be surprised to hear that we have our good old friend A.H. Rosewig of Illustrated National Nursery Songs and Games to thank for this. And of course, this book was published in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania in 1879. So, to recap, we see its first published version in 1744 in Tommy Thumb's Pretty Songbook, but we have its melody to thank in contribution to its lyrics in 1879 by A.H. Rosewick. Now let's move on to talking about the lyrics in the meaning of the song. Speaking of the lyrics, the lyrics have really not changed much from the original printing in 1744. The nursery rhyme says, Ba, ba, a black sheep, have you any wool? Yes, Mary, have I, three bags full. One for my master, one for my dame, one for my little boy that lives in the lane. Opie and Opie, in their book, The Oxford English Dictionary of Nursery Rhymes, lists a few different versions, including some of the lyrics that may be from early modern English. And I'll get to why that's important here in a minute. So now that we know the lyrics of the song, let's talk a little bit about its meaning. A lot like Ring Around the Rosie, Baba Black Sheep seems to have a number of controversies surrounding the meaning. However, it seems unlike Ring Around the Rosie, there's actually a pretty definitive meaning of what this nursery rhyme means. There are a few more modern takes on this nursery rhyme, modern meanings, and in 1980 there was a controversy about the song being about racism or slavery. However, undertaking the research, I really think this is sensational news and it doesn't really fit with what this nursery rhyme means. In fact, what this nursery rhyme means and is discussing is wool taxation from the 12th century under King Richard I. Now, when I started this podcast, if you would have told me that I would have spent multiple hours reading articles and listening to people talk about wool taxation and English taxation in general, I probably would have called you pretty silly. However, Just like anything I research, I seem to have gotten sucked down a rabbit hole, and I currently have about 86 tabs open on my computer while I read all about this. In 2011 on NPR's All Things Considered, author Chris Roberts, author of Heavy Words Lightly Thrown, The Reason Behind the Rhyme, talks about this nursery rhyme and talks about the king, the master, and the dame. So the master represents the king, the dame is the church, and the little boy represents the farmer. And so what this nursery rhyme means is it discusses the exorbitant tax rate on the farmers, which was 66%. 
To put this into perspective, the highest income tax rate in the U.S. is 37% as of 2022. The highest in England is 40%. And the highest in the world is the Ivory Coast at a whopping 60%. So in your mind, think about how ridiculous it would be to be paying 66% income tax on what is essentially your entire livelihood. Now, just a little bit of a side tangent. When I do research for this podcast, I stick to research that I would use in an academic article, which means I wouldn't use Wikipedia. And the reason why would be a whole other podcast episode of an argument. However, the Wikipedia article for medieval English wool trade is phenomenal. It is an entire book on its own and I just could not believe it and just had to point it out and I will post a link to it on the blog. So the Wikipedia article writes, the medieval English wool trade was one of the most important factors of the medieval English economy. The medievalist John Monroe notes that no form of manufacturing had a greater impact upon the economy and society of medieval Britain than did those industries producing cloths from various kinds of wool. The trade's liveliest period between 1250 and 1350 was an era where trade in wool had been the backbone and driving force in the English medieval economy. So it's really no wonder that a nursery rhyme would develop over something that was on the minds of everyone of the day. And this again harkens back to what I've discussed in previous episodes, especially London Bridges Falling Down, that these nursery rhymes came about about everyday occurrences in people's lives. And Baba Black Sheep is, I think, the pinnacle of an example of this, especially one so old. And that's, I think, if I had to pinpoint what's most fascinating about this particular nursery rhyme is the fact that we're still singing it to our children. In fact, my goddaughter sings this and she's two years old and she's very adorable, yet the wool trade has no prominence in our lives today. And this song is from the 1200s. Think how amazing that is. And finally, let's take a look at legacy and adaptions of this nursery rhymes. Rudyard Kipling, the famous novelist, published a short story by the name Baba Black Sheep in this week's news on December 21st, 1888. This is a somewhat autobiographical story paralleling Kipling's experiences in Something of Myself published after his death in 1937. The story is about Kipling's unkind treatment in a foster home in the South Sea. An NBC series airing between 1976 and 1978 was named Baba Black Sheep, later named Black Sheep Squadron, which was part of a military drama and part comedy. The show was originally based on the experiences of U.S. Marine Corps pilot Greg Boynton and his World War II Black Sheep Squadron. And when I look into this this could be an entirely other podcast, not about nursery rhymes. So if you'd like to learn more about the World War II history and more about Boynton's squad, I'll post a link to his story on our blog. So what have we learned today about the nursery rhyme Baba Black Sheep? Well, my immediate impression is it seems to be a very straightforward research endeavor, very unlike Ring Around the Rosie or Rockabye Baby. We've learned that it had first appeared in Tommy Thumb's Pretty Songbook in 1744. 
we've learned that the lyrics go with the melody Avu Dire Java Ma, which is a famous piece by Mozart, is also credited with the melody from other nursery rhymes, including the alphabet song in Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. We've learned that the melody is so popular because it is a trochaic meter, which is very easy to repeat and remember. And we've learned that this song has various variations in different languages as I played the Spanish version. We also have learned that we have A.H. Rosewick to thank again for incorporating the melody to this nursery rhyme. And finally, we've learned that this meaning really has to do with an important part of history, which is the English wool trade in the 1200s. And so it's really exciting to think that this nursery rhyme appeared all the way back in the 1200s and is still going strong today. So next week, we'll cover another nursery rhyme. I haven't quite picked one out yet. I'm still thinking on that. But I encourage you to go back and listen to my previous episodes, as well as take a look at my blog, which has links and references that I don't have a chance to talk about in the weekly podcast. If you have any questions or concerns, please email me at info Again, my website is atiskettasketpodcast.com. Finally, if you'd like to support what I'm doing and support what I love, feel free to click any of the links on my website. It goes to my PayPal and my Patreon. I'd appreciate any support, what I do here, as well as cover some hidden costs behind podcast production that includes my software and website hosting and all of those other fun things. And finally, thank you for listening and continue to listen next week where I will continue to talk about the weirdness of nursery rhymes.